Hello, and welcome to Health and Fitness Redefined. I'm your host, Anthony Amen. Join me today as we take a dive into the world of health and wellness, where we learn how to overcome adversity, depict back jurisdiction, and see health and fitness in a whole new light. Today, guys, we're going to talk all about Pilates. And for all of those that may or may not know, it is more than I'm just working those glute muscles, but I'm sure you all love doing that anyway. Let's be real. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Amy Hirsch, owner of Precision Pilates. Let's get her on in here. Welcome to the show, Amy. Hey, Anthony. How are you today? Doing amazing. Super glad to have you on here. And I know a little bit about you, but my audience knows absolutely nothing. So I really want to start with who is Amy and why did you get into fitness and Pilates itself? So take it away. So um, I got into fitness originally. Um, gosh, I went to school for exercise physiology. Um, I love exercise. I've been exercising um, since I was a kid. Um, and then when I went to Adelphi University, I was thinking of going into phys ed and I took an exercise phys class and that's what I wanted to do. Um, when I got out of college and I finished my master's, I first started with cardiac rehab. Loved cardiac rehab, loved working with people, making people feel better. Um, I was at the Mid-MYJCC in Plainview, uh, but my program got so big, I no longer got to work with people and I was working with my computer. And that's not what I got into the exercise world for. Um, and that's when I kind of left the, I guess, more corporate type fitness. Um, but while I was there, I was in charge of all fitness, um, not just cardiac rehab. And what happened was Pilates just started coming here and we had an instructor that came from New York City. She was un uh, very unreliable. Um, so, I and one other instructor got certified as Pilates mat instructors and me having a dance background, I danced for 17 years from like the time I was three to college. Um, I decided to get certified. So God forbid she didn't show up, which she would tell us a half hour before class, I could hop in and take the class. Um, and I took my first class and I loved it. Um, uh, it was just right up my alley. Um, and then after leaving the Y and working cardiac rehab, um, I started, I went and got fully certified in Pilates. It's a 600 hour certification, um, which is a lot of hours when you really think about, um, uh, the certification. And I think having come from the movement background already, I just like, it was, um, it gave me that extra edge or that Pilates eye of knowing how bodies already work. A lot of people just go in and don't know, don't know how to work with bodies already. Um, and then from there, I started working. I just kind of want to jump in and cut you off a little bit. I'm sorry. Okay. Cause I want to go back a little bit to something you what? mentioned. I want you to elaborate a little bit more on it. So you were talking about you were involved in cardio rehab, right? Yeah. So you're cardio working with yeah. cardio rehab. Yes. So you're working with all these patients. How was that transitioned from that to Pilates? What was the teachings of Pilates similar to what you knew from your exercise phys degree or was it different? Can you kind of explain how Pilates was and how you saw the connection between the two? Well, um, cardiac rehab. So here's the thing. Most people are going to come with comorbidities. So <laughs> I work with mostly older people and I find, um, and nothing against younger folks, but younger folks want a different type of workout. 
Pilates, if you feel like someone kicked your butt afterwards, you did it wrong. You shouldn't feel that way. So most of my population that loves Pilates is your like 35, 40 and up who still want to be able to do their everyday daily living. So those are the people who you're coming in with your comorbidities, like your high blood pressure, high cholesterol. So he's able to take my knowledge from my bachelor's and uh, master's degree and help them and still counsel them just like I would if I was doing personal training, but also work with Pilates. Pilates really works on focusing on balancing the body, taking what you learn in your session and putting it into your daily life. I love that. So you're doing more of a routine of things that are going to be doing. So like functional training basically is how we would say it. Right. And I tell people they should start hearing my voice in their head throughout the day. Like, you know, are your shoulders over your hips? Is your head on top of your spine? Are you slouching? You know, like go through a mental checklist of like where they are in space. Like right now I'm probably sitting in a pretty bad spot because I'm leaning over. <laughs> I'm definitely not taking my Pilates principles. Um, to heart right now, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so it was, great to add my knowledge that I had from my degrees and working cardiac rehab. Um, and one of my favorite diseases to work with when I did cardiac rehab was diabetes because there's so much going on. Um, so when people come to do Pilates, I can still counsel them on general fitness because of that knowledge base and then work with all their alignments. Let's face it with all the tech that we've been doing, especially being at home, Zooming, um, people working at home from their kitchen table versus a desk, um, at their counter in their kitchen, sitting in on their couch, sitting weirdly. I'm, you know, people really need Pilates. Yeah, I, I, I gotta be honest, I took a couple of Pilates classes and one thing you mentioned, I'm just kind of laughing in my head a little bit. You said that you're not supposed to be overly sore. The couple of Pilates classes I took, my like AB doctors, we're on fire for like three days. <laughs> so I did uh, recently just start a men's only class. Um, and I, one day I used the magic circle um, or also known as the ring of death. <laughs> and it's deadly. <laughs> they really did not like me after that. But, you know, that's just saying maybe you're not using them and you're more, you know, working too much hips and too many squats and turning out and all that. I, I love it. So you went on, you did this, you fell in love with Pilates. And then I'm just going to guess, assuming from there, you decided you wanted to go do your own route. What was that like transitioning from just doing Pilates with the instructor not showing and moving on to your own place? So I started working at many little studios um, along the way. Um, and then I had, at the time of getting certified with Pilates, I just started having a family of my own. And I was working crazy hours. I was working at a studio at eight in the morning, heading back again in the afternoon and then doing evenings. Um, and then I decided I was missing too much with my family. And that's when I kind of hung a shingle um, and started working um, from my home and teaching from my home. Um, and then I want to say, so about, so just six years ago, I had a pretty uh, significant health issue happened. I had meningitis um, and I had a stroke. Wow. Um, so, and honestly, I uh, say Pilates saved my life because uh, my stroke was in my cerebellum and that's your balance center. 
And if I didn't have that connection to my core and ability to know where to work from, I don't think I would be where I'm at today. Most people have no idea. When I say I have a stroke, people are like, what? You had a stroke? So um, I think that that um, doing Pilates and being connected to my body really did um, help me and my recovery. Um, Do you have any like current balance issues right now at all any no you wouldn't know it i know it because i know before i was up here with my balance and general population was here so um i want to say i'm here now um but i definitely um have deficits that i notice but nobody else will notice um i lost my hearing in one ear i have oscillopsia i have a lot of fun things from um the meningitis the stroke but um it definitely gave me a different outlook on people's issues. Uh, but also at the same time, I was like, you know, if I don't invest in myself, no one else is going to invest in me. And that's when I really ramped up the studio and ramped up having small group classes, which are now semi-privates versus small group because people don't want to be in small in any group type um, atmosphere. I love it. So I want to start breaking down a little bit more into Pilates, what Pilates is, what Pilates does. We really had had a chance to have this uh, conversation okay. before in the show. So the first question, it might sound uh, a little basic to you, but I know everyone listening might just be curious. The difference between four Pilates and Pilates Reformer. Just simple. What's the difference between the two? So I tell people when you look at Pilates, your mat it, um, is hard because it's just you and gravity. Reformer Pilates is you on a moving mat. The in the beginning, the beginner system, beginner doesn't mean easy in Pilates, it just means safe. The springs assist you and guide you. So I always, when I first meet someone, I put them on the reformer because it really, I can really see a lot that's going on in the body. Like I had a newbie today, um, she's a runner just hurt her back and I saw, and I was like, you have weak glutes. <laughs> I could tell by, just by how her body was on the reformer while she was moving. So it really helps reveal um, a lot of issues that are going on or imbalances in the body. Um, a lot of times scoliosis, I can see it. There's an exercise called the elephant. I can usually see like, you know, do you have scoliosis? Oh, Cause you know, people never really fill out their health questionnaire correctly. Um, <laughs> never. Mine's always <laughs> asthma. No one ever wants to tell me they have asthma until after they work out. Right. Or and like <laughs> you're looking at their ankles cause we're, we're, we used to be barefoot in Pilates. Now we're socked because of COVID. Um, why do you have a scar on your ankle? Oh, I forgot to tell you, I broke my ankle. I have plates in it. Like, Simple things. Um, but yeah, so um, the reformer is in the beginning, it really supports the body and this springs assist you. Um, when I look at all the equipment, because there's more than just the reformer, um, there's your mat work. It's just you and gravity, so there's nothing helping you. You have your reformer in the beginning, it's, it's assisting you through the exercises. Then you have your tower. Um, I don't know if you guys can see, but see that metal thing back there? That's your tower. And those oh, are cool. springs. There are springs on there, and we work against the springs. So the springs, I say we work every coil of every spring to strengthen and lengthen you. And the springs are your resistance. Um, and 
the difference between reformer and tower is reformer is very regimented. The routine is the routine is the routine, or at least that's how I'm taught. I'm a classical Pilates instructor. Um, and then tower, I have more choreography. I look at the body in front of me and I see what it needs. Do they need to work on stretch? Do they say their hamstrings are really tight today or their lower back? So then we do a lot more articulation and we do a lot more stuff to open up whatever parts of their body. Do they walk in like this? Do I need to work chest openers to and open up their neck so that um, they're, they're not so hunched forward? Um, and then um, the other piece of equipment that we really utilize in class is called a wonder chair. Uh, I say it's a little itty bitty mat, so it really forces you to work on stability. Um, as well as force you to concentrate, because if you don't concentrate, you're gonna fall on your head. <laughs> so uh, the chair is really challenging as for strength because you're working against gravity and the springs, sometimes the springs help you, sometimes they work against you. So mat work is great, it's inexpensive. It was the original uh, that Joe had um, versus a reformer of reformers about seven grand a mat is what 20 bucks at target so um for, it depends on your budget but i believe that people shouldn't just do reformer and i believe people shouldn't just do mat they should do a little bit of everything everything works on something different so just to kind of clarify all of that because you kind of jumped all over the place floor pilates is based you're working against gravity you're doing different type of exercises, probably like that moderate group reformer. You're looking at more people who need it, could have it a little easier. It is the same set routine every time. Then you're talking about the tower, which you can really target muscles and help maybe do different stretches or any kind of movements to help muscles out, stretch them out. And then you got the chair, which you're saying is super difficult, but because it helps go against gravity and the springs can really challenge right. you. It works on well. balance. Yeah. Very interesting. So when you look at, I want to just pick one and then kind of talk a little bit more about it. Let's start with four Pilates. Cause I think that's the most well-known out of mm -hmm. all the industry. What's specifically like, what kind of exercises are you generally doing and what kind of things could you help fix? I'm going to give an example to, to this is when I think of Pilates, and I think this is how a lot of people, the general public think of floor Pilates, they think glute bridges. And that's all that ever comes to mind is working the glutes, working the glutes. <laughs> so, so what's the truth and stuff behind that? I kind of want to explain a little more floor Pilates. So there's four, um, there's four S's in Pilates. Every piece of equipment, mat included, work strength, stamina, stretch, and stability. So every exercise, you should be working every muscle in your body. You might be focusing on something more, but it's more core work. Pilates is core work. Um, one exercise we do is shoulder bridge, and that's in the advanced series. So um, depending on where you are in your Pilates career, um, depends on whether or not you're getting into shoulder bridge. Um, there's your core 34 exercises. And, those of you who do Pilates here, 34 in 34, and that was Joseph Pilates' original mat exercises. We do 34 exercises. And it really, it's not really focusing on the glutes. It's focusing on the core and mm -hmm. not working on the rectus. Yes, your rectus works, but mostly your transverse abdominal muscle is working um, and breath. Breath is like key. People do not breathe properly, and we do a lot of work on breath. 
It sounds like a blend almost of yoga and basic fitness. It's like the in-between <laughs> ground. It's a little Jane Fonda-ish. Remember the old calisthenics? Some yeah. stuff looks like calisthenics. Um, Joseph Pilates did um, yoga at one point. He was an acrobat as well, circus performer. Um, he was a boxer. He did. He was a jack of all trades. Um, and a lot of the uh, exercises are animal names, just like in yoga. So yeah, that makes sense. There you go. Now you answered my question. Now I know why. <laughs> Love it. I want to move on to reformer because I've actually taken a couple of reformer classes. And when you first walk in, it looks like a torture device. Yes. <laughs> to be honest, you're like, oh my gosh. But then you get on it and you start doing these exercises and the instructor makes it look really easy. And you're just like, I can't make my legs straight anymore. So can you explain the benefits of using reformer? Because like you said, it is really expensive. I know you talked a little bit about how it can make things easier because you have the springs working in your favor. But what are the real benefits does a reformer have that you can't do on the floor with anything else? Well, the reformer, the springs um, definitely assist you in some exercises, but they also challenge you, um, especially when you get a little bit more advanced. We actually take the springs off. So you have to have a lot more control of that reformer because now like you push the carriage out and there's less spring to pull you back in. So that's why in the beginning it's easier because we have more spring on and it like brings the carriage back in for you. Um, we get like some of the advanced stuff is uh, a little bit crazy and people are like, wait, you want me to do what? Um, there's overhead work. There's lying down work. Um, but it really focuses on balancing out the body. You're going to know if you're holding the straps, if you'll feel like, why does this one feel longer? Well, it's really not longer. It's you being off. And we're able to correct that with cues and saying, okay, think about, you know, engaging the muscles underneath your underarm, um, even when your feet are in your straps. Um, that's, I think, one I want to say everyone loves having their feet in straps. It's like their favorite thing to do. Um, but it challenges you as far as, you know, it challenges your trust in yourself and trust in your core. Cause a lot of times people are scared they're going to fall. Um, but if you focus and concentrate, you're able to do the exercise. And I always tell people, Joe purposely designed this to be scary, to force you to focus and concentrate on what you're doing. So you're not going to fall on your head. Um, I always joke around. I haven't lost one yet. Everyone stayed on the reformer. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's, that's really cool. It helps explain a little bit more about what it is for people to kind of try it. And then I want to just combine the other two together, the tower and the chair, quick little brief minute on the benefits of okay. those again and how they can help and what the differences are. I say there's power in the springs, the springs on the tower, specifically the towers I have. There's all different manufacturers. The equipment I have is um, by Pilates by Designs. Pilates by Designs and Grotz are like the original designers of Pilates equipment. And let me tell you, those springs are hard. Um, sometimes um, we have to actually lower the springs, but they really work on strength the tower springs. Now, when you get on the wonder chair, um, that works on your balance. If anyone needs balance, wonder chair work is great. Um, also, we use a lot of the exercises on the wonder chair for rehab. Um, the eight leg exercises, um, there's stuff we do standing. It really helps people with knee issues as far as strengthening their legs, 
but it also gives us an eye into what's going on in their feet because we see a lot of stuff happening, like if they're rolling out, rolling in, um, and we do a lot of foot correction and working from the right place because if your feet are off, sometimes it's going to go up and down that chain. As you know, working with bodies, um, you have a foot issue and your shoulder could be elevated just because of your foot issue. Oh, the body is connected. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you think it's issue A and it's issue Z. Great. <laughs> So it's really taking an understanding and getting a look at it. And then it's going to last two questions, Amy, I promise. And we'll leave you be the same two questions we leave to everybody. The first one is what is some last wrap it all up bit of inspiration. Can you give to our listeners about maybe why specifically they should try Pilates or even just get up and start moving. Go for it. Um, I'm going to go with Joe Pilates saying movement heals. You're only as old as your spine is flexible. We have one body and we have to um, really honor it and keep it moving um, because if you don't move it, you're going to lose it. Um, Pilates helps you feel good in your body and it also um, it carries over into your everyday life um, as far as um alignment and just being connected to your body and be able to say, huh, you know, my neck hurts. Oh, because I don't have my shoulders on my back. I love that. That's something we really talked about last week on the show about movement is key, guys. Movement is healing. I, you're only as old as your spine is. I absolutely love it. And of course, the last question, the easiest one for you, how can people get a hold of you? Where can they find us? Go for it. Okay, so the best way to get in touch with me, I usually tell them, check out my website. It's smithtownpilates.com. Um, or you can text me at 516-318-7467. Um, my studio is home-based, so I do have a little bit bizarre hours. Um, and I am a one-woman show. It's just me um, teaching all the classes. We have 26 classes on the schedule, and we also do privates, uh, as well as we have virtual classes. You are busy. <laughs> yes, I am. 26 classes a week, plus you're doing privates, plus you're doing virtuals. I'm, uh, if that says anything, Amy, it shows how good you are. <laughs> so I, I have a time spinner. Like Hermione Granger, I have a time spinner. I can adjust time for myself. Uh, I love the Harry Potter reference. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Great book series. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And Amy, thank you for coming on guys. And thank you for joining us on this week's episode of health and fitness redefined. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button and join us next week as we dive deeper into this ever changing field. And remember fitness is a journey, not a destination until next time. For us, you know what it's like to feel unhealthy, depressed, and downright defeated. We want to show others there is a right way, and through fitness, you could do anything you set your mind to. Fitness can give you that motivation, confidence, energy you need to bridge that mental gap and prevent you from missing important life events. We understand it's about feeling better, living longer, and being good examples for our kids. We understand this because we live it. And for us, that's the redefined difference.